Welcome to The Thoughtful Spot, the podcast for women, wherever they are on their Christian journey, who are thoughtfully seeking God's transforming power, who are striving to live as Christ wants them to every day, and who want other Christian women to walk with them through life. I'm your host, Terry Hester. March is Women's History Month, and yesterday, March 8th, was International Women's Day. Therefore, on today's episode, I'm going to tell you about an amazing woman named Gladys Allward, who lived from 1902 to 1970. I don't have time to tell you her whole story, but I'm eager to share some of the highlights of her incredible journey of faith and obedience. Gladys was a tiny, five-foot-tall, dark-haired young woman from England who felt called to be a missionary in China. She enrolled in a missionary training school, but was removed because of poor performance and told she did not have what it would take to be a missionary. She was hired to work as a live-in housemaid for Mr. and Mrs. Lawson, two missionaries who had just returned from China. While she was living with them, Gladys learned as much as she could from the Lawsons about China and wrote it all down in her journal. The retired missionary couple recognized that Gladys had too much energy and enthusiasm to be a housemaid, so they encouraged her to look for some full-time Christian mission work near home. They helped Gladys find a position working for a girls' rescue mission in South Wales. Although Gladys liked the work and found it rewarding, she really believed God was calling her to China. Since no missionary organization would support her, she knew she would have to find a way to get there on her own. Gladys returned to London and again found work as a housemaid. She studied the Bible, listened to soapbox speeches to learn how to preach, and saved almost every penny she earned. Gladys also learned that Mr. Lawson had died and Mrs. Lawson had returned to China. She made arrangements to work with Mrs. Lawson whenever she was able to get to China. Gladys finally earned enough money to pay for her passage aboard a Trans-Siberian Railway train through Europe, Russia, and Siberia to northern China. The journey was long, difficult, and dangerous. China and Russia were at war. Gladys's life was jeopardized on more than one occasion, but she trusted that if God wanted her to go to China, he would get her there safely, and he did. Gladys was sure of her calling from God. She believed God wanted her in China to do his work. After all, against seemingly insurmountable odds, God helped her to get to China, and once there, he helped her locate Mrs. Lawson, who was not where Gladys thought she would be. During her many years in China, Gladys endured suffering, loss, hardships, fear, and physical pain. But this small British woman was determined to do what she was sure God was asking of her. God gave Gladys what she needed when she needed it. She was given physical strength and endurance when she was kicked off the train in the Siberian wilderness and had to walk many miles back to the last train station. She was provided with protection and rescued from harm while she waited for another way to finish her journey to China. She was able to learn the regional dialect of the Chinese language for the province she was serving in. Gladys was given great ideas for how to spread the gospel and many opportunities to do so, some that were quite surprising. When it seemed she would not be able to pay the taxes she owed, God provided Gladys with extra income. She was given courage, strength, and a strong determination to do what was right. In his book, The Circle Maker, author and pastor Mark Batterson says, God doesn't call the qualified, God qualifies the called. Gladys Allward was definitely evidence of that. 
In her own words, she was insignificant, uneducated, and ordinary in every way. Gladys was willing to go wherever God called her. She was called to China, and she went. She was called to help turn an old house into an inn for mule tears, and she did. Gladys helped Mrs. Lawson open the inn of eight happinesses. She was called to share Bible stories with everyone who stayed at the end, and she did. One of the more unusual things Gladys was called to do came as a request from the Mandarin, or the local governor. During this period in China's history, it was considered a terrible and unappealing thing for a woman to have big feet. When Chinese girls were very young, their feet were bound so that they could not grow very much. This caused deformed feet and crippled girls. The Chinese government finally outlawed the practice and expected the new policy to be strictly obeyed. The governors of each province would be held accountable if it was not. The Mandarin summoned Gladys and asked her to be the foot inspector. He wanted her to travel throughout the province, making sure that all the girls had unbound feet. Gladys hesitated. Why would the people listen to her? Some considered her to be a foreign devil. Could it be dangerous? But Gladys said yes and used the opportunity to further spread the gospel. The villagers eventually welcomed Gladys and even looked forward to her visits. Soon, small bands of Christians began to form in the villages she visited. She was able to do these things because she had complete trust in God, and she was willing to take risks for the sake of the kingdom. Gladys made a difference. God's presence was evident through Gladys. The words she spoke, the decisions she made, and the actions she took made everyone around her recognize that the God she told them about was indeed alive and working through Gladys. How else could everything this tiny woman accomplished be explained? God gave her the courage to do some amazing things, like disobey the Mandarin when he ordered her not to intervene on behalf of an abused child who was being sold in the street. But Gladys stood up for what she believed. She told the Mandarin that she took her orders from God and she would do what God told her to do. So she bought or adopted the child herself and took her home. This led to the adoption of several more children who all came to live at the Inn of Eight Happinesses. Since the presence of the living God was so evident in Gladys, the Mandarin had some very high expectations about what she would be able to do. On one occasion, he called on her to, figuratively, jump right into the lion's den. A prison riot had broken out and the convicts were killing each other. The soldiers were too frightened to go in to try and stop the riot, so the Mandarin summoned Gladys and asked her to stop the fighting inside the prison. She was dumbfounded that he would ask a woman to go into a man's prison for a task like this. She was dizzy with fear and told him she could not go in because the men would kill her. The Mandarin told her that they would not be able to kill her because she had the living God in her. His response stunned her because he did not understand that Christians could be killed just like anyone else, and she was pretty sure that is what would happen if she went in. On the other hand, if she did not go in, the word would spread that there was no living God in Gladys. Her many years of hard work would be undone. What did Gladys do? She did the only thing she felt that she could do. She entered the prison, praying that God would give her strength. The scene inside was more horrible than she could have imagined. Without thinking, Gladys ordered one of the men to stop at once and drop his machete. He did. All of the other prisoners turned to look at her, and she immediately commanded them all to drop their weapons and get in a line. Incredibly, 
all the men obeyed. Gladys explained that she would talk to the Mandarin about their living conditions, but before he would listen to her, they would have to clean up the mess. The men obeyed, and order was restored. Gladys spoke to the Mandarin about some changes that needed to happen in the way prisoners were treated and cared for. Wow! Because of her faith, her strength, her amazing courage, and her hard work, Gladys did great things in China. She converted many Chinese people to Christianity, stopped a prison riot, brought about some prison reform, provided food and medical care to many, and saved the lives of about 200 orphans. Gladys heard God's call and stepped bravely into the unknown, making a difference in the lives of many people. Her story teaches us that with God's help, one person can really make a difference. You and I can have a positive influence on those around us when we are obedient to God's call on our lives. It's not easy, and it can be a bit frightening. But imagine what could happen if, like Gladys, we decided to boldly live our lives thoughtfully as the women God created us to be. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast, give it a five-star rating, and tell your friends about it. The Thoughtful Spot can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you are listening now. Next week, I will be sharing a conversation I had with my friend Micah Ruth, author of the book, You Are Loved and Free, A Guided Journey to Winning the Battle for Your Identity. Here's a little preview of our conversation. And uh, suddenly on my way downhill um, from from the bike ride, I heard God say, you should write that into a book. And I was like, wait, what? And, and the story goes from there. Doesn't that sound fun? I hope you will join us for our discussion about how God helped Micah discover her true identity in him. Links to my website and my Facebook page can be found in the show notes, as well as a link to the biography I read on Gladys Allward. The podcast theme music was written and recorded by Jared Hester.